Hey there, welcome to the Next Level Nutrition Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Long, business coach for nutritionists. I help nutritionists just like you create and launch their business and sign their first high-paying client. In this podcast, you'll learn practical strategies to start and grow your nutrition business that you can implement right away. You'll also hear from a ton of guests who have started their own thriving nutrition businesses and share what they've learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Now, I wanted to have a special guest on today to talk all about LinkedIn because I don't know about you, but it's not a platform that I have thought a lot about and have utilized at all to grow, well, back in the day, my nutrition business. I haven't been using it for my business coaching business. It's just been a platform that I've really put to the wayside and no longer. We need to be using these social platforms to connect us with potential clients and to really um, help us to share our content. So I don't know if you guys are with me, but I really wanted to learn more about LinkedIn. I assumed you guys too, if it wasn't even on your radar, I know that it's going to serve you so much to learn more about this platform. So what I did was bring on Michaela McRory, um, who is a LinkedIn expert to talk all about how we can actually um, create a profile that is going to actually attract more clients and we can actually use the platform to bring more business in. So this is really exciting because, again, we can have a LinkedIn um, platform. I don't know if any of you have one. I know for myself, it was just sitting there a little bit stale, and we could have it there. And if it's not doing anything for us or showcasing how we can help someone, then that's a little bit of a missed opportunity. So Michaela is going to cover everything we need to know about really optimizing that LinkedIn profile. So five years ago, Michaela left the modeling world of NYC to pursue her calling for helping female coaches thrive online. While she was living in San Francisco and Puerto Rico, she studied transformational psychology, holistic nutrition, and life coaching at Southwest Institute of Healing Arts. Um, She actually ended up transitioning into helping other entrepreneurs build their business. And what she does is with her one-on-one mentorship called the LinkedIn Client Accelerator, Her mission is to help female coaches get more clients so they can spend less time marketing and more time making an impact. Michaela currently lives in Raleigh, North Carolina, and is a mama to two little girls. Let's get started with the episode. Hey, Michaela. Thanks so much for coming on the podcast today to talk all about LinkedIn. Hey, Stephanie. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much for having me, and hopefully I can be of value to your beautiful audience. Oh, I'm sure you absolutely will. I mean, LinkedIn is not something I know a ton about. And I know that I told you before, before we hit record that I've just been working on my profile and trying to get it looking a little bit nicer. It actually still had me listed as like a holistic nutritionist, like still in my practice. So I was like, you know, I've got to change that to business coach. And it's like updated it now. And it said business coach for, you know, two years, nine months. I'm like, wow, okay, that was a long time that I haven't touched LinkedIn. So (laughs) it was time. (laughs) Totally. Yes. Always updating the LinkedIn profile. Many people don't really realize that that's actually one of the first things that comes up when you search them on Google, specifically around entrepreneurs and coaches in their business. So amazing that you're already taking action and making it happen. Ooh, yeah. I didn't even think about the Google thing. So this is going to be a good conversation. Now, before we dump or uh, dive right into LinkedIn, why don't we just talk a little bit about you and your story, how you got started, you know, kind of on the entrepreneurial journey and um, how you got started with LinkedIn? Yeah, definitely. 
Um, let's see. I'll take you way back. So I've been coaching for the past five years now. And way before that, I was, um, I grew up in Raleigh, North Carolina. So I was working as a bartender in the restaurant industry. And honestly, what I thought I was called to do at that time was more than anything, I wanted to become a Victoria's Secret supermodel, <laughs> which sounds totally funny now to even like think about. But um, so I was working in the restaurant industry. I wanted to move to New York. I wanted to be a supermodel. And after kind of like a fateful meeting with a disgruntled customer, I realized that I was like just totally wasting my time and that like my dreams weren't going to come to me. Like I had to take action to make it happen. So, you know, after that night, one month later, I had booked a ticket one way, packed two suitcases and basically didn't look back. And fast forward that to living and working in New York City and trying to find modeling gigs and, you know, getting paid to do what I wanted to do. I remember landing my first modeling gig and just feeling so, I don't know, disappointed or disheartened or just unfulfilled, honestly, was the word, which was totally confusing at the time because I thought, you know, modeling was for me and that's what I was meant to do. So I took that as a sign. I've always kind of let myself follow what I was passionate about in my life, regardless of whatever that looks like. So I took it as another sign that modeling was no longer for me and gave myself full permission to really go after what I really was starting to become passionate about, which was health and nutrition. Obviously, that kind of ties into the whole modeling world too. And I decided to move to San Francisco and enroll at the Southwest Institute of Healing Arts um, for a degree in holistic nutrition, transformational psychology, and life coaching. And Stephanie, I remember taking my first life coaching class and just like knowing with a hundred percent like certainty in my body, like this is what I have been put on the planet to do. Um, mm. So, you know, that sounds all amazing and rainbows and butterflies. However, the struggle did not end there. <laughs> Once I actually got, you know, did my courses and learned all the things about holistic nutrition and got you know, done with the life coaching, I realized that I was by definition like an entrepreneur and I had to figure out how to start signing clients. So I struggled for gosh, two, three plus years trying to figure it out on my own. And in the meantime, I also became a mom of two little girls. Um, so with all of that kind of combined, I realized that I didn't become an entrepreneur to work full time. <laughs> and I certainly didn't want to be working 40 hours a week. And I really needed a strategy that I could use to bring me clients on autopilot um, without spending hours a day marketing. And I also wanted a system that didn't really require me to spend a ton of money on advertising. Um, so kind of taking that all into consideration and spending thousands of dollars of, with my own trial and error, um, I came up with my own system that I use now and teach to my clients in my LinkedIn Client Accelerator that basically uses LinkedIn to find clients on autopilot each and every month. And I teach my clients how to do the same. So that's kind of the Cliff Notes version of how I got into LinkedIn, um, how I got into coaching, and how I started my business. Wow. I'm always so amazed to hear people's stories because, you know, when you're in it, you're like, what is happening? Where is this going? And like, does my path make any sense? But then when you kind of look back, you know, after years gone by, like it really does make sense, the journey that you go on. And, you know, it sounds like for you, 
you know, changing different careers and I mean, also changing locations. Like it sounds like you moved quite a few times, which is really exciting, you know, and having to like reroute and start again, like it sounds like you've, you've definitely found your path now. So that's, that's really exciting to hear. Yeah, totally. I think the biggest thing that if anyone hears my story and feels like they resonate or they can take away from it is really giving yourself permission to really follow what it is you're passionate about. And like you just said, Stephanie, I think it's interesting because when you're on that path, you don't really necessarily know, you know, where is this going? What am I meant to be doing? How am I supposed to be helping my people? And it all just kind of comes comes together organically as you just kind of trust the process and put one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, so true. Well, let's just start with LinkedIn because like I mentioned, you know, it's an area I don't know a lot about. I feel like it's so untapped. It's so, at least like in in the people that I have communicated with and the clients I've worked with um, and coaches I've worked with, like LinkedIn has never really come up to be perfectly honest. So it feels like such an undervalued platform that I know you've been able to grow so much on. So, you know, why, well, n- number one, let's just get started. Like what is LinkedIn? Because some people might not know and then we can maybe go more into like, how can we start utilizing LinkedIn in our own nutrition and wellness businesses? Yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about LinkedIn and kind of why we're using it and how it works. So just like Instagram or Facebook or Pinterest, it's just another social media platform. The thing that makes it different from all the others is that people that are identifying as professionals and entrepreneurs and business owners and executives are all going to be on LinkedIn. So it's a really great place specifically for your audience, coaches, um, you know, health coaches, people in the holistic nutrition industry um, is a great place to find clients because, you know, compared to Facebook or Instagram where people are really on there first as a social media platform to, you know, be looking at baby pictures or wedding photos and they're not really there to, you know, network or buy. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's a great place to really find those people that are already ideal identifying themselves as professionals and that are there to network and talk about their business or, you know, make connections. So that's kind of the one-on-one of LinkedIn if it's something you're not familiar with um, and why it's really great to use for your business. So yeah, another reason why LinkedIn has become so popular and trendy as of late um, is because the organic reach that we used to get from, you know, the beginning of the start of Instagram or when Facebook just became a thing um, is the algorithms haven't changed yet. And it really has amazing, incredible reach without spending, you know, money on advertising or promoting your posts like you would on Facebook or Instagram. So it's also, um, you know, just another way to get more traction without investing a lot of money. Mm, And that's really smart because, you know, I think just like you said, Instagram or Facebook, you know, with the algorithms, a lot of business posts are being withheld. So, you know, you have to now reach into your pocket and put some money out there for all of that content you're creating to be seen. But what I hear you saying is, you know, that hasn't happened yet on LinkedIn, or maybe will never happen, hopefully. And then that makes that platform way more, I guess, accessible for your content to be seen to, to more people without being withheld. Yeah, exactly right. Definitely a great way to kind of cut through the noise of, you know, those other social media platforms that are, you know, kind of filled with other coaches and uh, other, you know, people doing the same thing that you're on and allow you to kind of get in front of your ideal client without spending a ton of money on ads. Correct. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, where would somebody even start with LinkedIn? Like if, well, let's take me for example, like I said <laughs> earlier, you know, I had a LinkedIn before from like my corporate years. And then I kind of like shifted that when I went into nutrition um, back in 2014. So I kind of, um, rejigged my entire um, LinkedIn account and then now kind of giving it a facelift again. So would you suggest like people who maybe have had an account but haven't done much with it, should they just give it a facelift or should they start a new account? Like where do you recommend people kind of approach um, LinkedIn like with getting started? Yeah, great question. So yeah, it's definitely a great chance to pop into your LinkedIn account look at your profile and kind of look at it if you haven't been there in a while and see what what you're saying to people that are viewing your profile. Um, because it because it is kind of that first thing that people will say or excuse me, see, you know, when they're, you know, deciding if they want to work with you or, you know, meeting you for the first time. So there's a couple of things that you can do to make sure that you're kind of uh, taking advantage of and optimizing your LinkedIn profile and making it look the best and convert the best. So for one thing you can do is your title below your name, that should be optimized to tell people specifically who you help and how you help them. Um, so I wouldn't waste, you know, that valuable real estate by listing like CEO or founder or all of your titles. Or I know you have a lot of nutritionists in your audience, so I wouldn't put like register, you know, RN or any of those little mm-hmm. letters that can come after your name. You can put that in your bio if people want to know more about you. Um, but this is your one chance that often people only see your name when they're deciding if they want to connect with you on LinkedIn. And then that one little sentence below it. So I would really take advantage just like on your Instagram profile where you have that one little line to kind of get people to take that next action step with you. Same thing with LinkedIn. So make sure that's optimized for your ideal client and you're giving them a really concrete example of how you help them and using like specific numbers or things like that to really give it something really concrete is also a really good tip as well. Mm. So do you mean by numbers, like if they've worked with, I've worked with, you know, dozens of clients or like giving it context like that, is that what you mean by numbers? Yeah, sure. So to give you an example of kind of like what I put on my LinkedIn profile is I say, um, I help female coaches sign four to six plus clients per month on autopilot, on autopilot using LinkedIn. So for maybe one of a health coach out there could say something along the lines of, I help busy professionals or I, yeah, I help busy professionals lose the last, their last 30 pounds or, you know, something along those lines, but giving like specific concrete results like I did around Um, not just saying like, I help coaches sign clients every month on autopilot. I help coaches sign four to six plus clients um, on autopilot Mm -hmm. with LinkedIn. So just giving like very specific numbers um, is a really juicy way to get people interested in what you're offering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So make it like very specific. So even if it was like, I help busy moms create like quick and easy meals in under 30 minutes um, with only five ingredients or something like just being very specific with like, what is that tangible thing in terms of, you know, what is the number um, that of weight you might lose or what is the number or the amount of time it might take you to create a meal or maybe like how long it will take you to balance your energy, like giving that concrete advice or concrete results is what we want to put there. 
Yeah, exactly right. Um, and then there was a, one other thing that I wanted to say to, to kind of help optimize your LinkedIn profile. So obviously that sentence right below your name is super helpful and it should definitely be very benefit or result oriented. And then another great way to make sure that your profile is converting is your about me section. If you're offering a specific program, um, is going to be like your mini sales page for that program that you're offering. And I would definitely, you know, you can kind of play with the copy that you already have on your website or your sales page. If you have that, give it like a condensed version. And then um, the other thing that you want to make sure that you include in there is some specific uh, testimonial or case study. Again, even better with if it has like specific results that your clients have gotten, kind of give you some social proof. Okay, so we're essentially looking at LinkedIn as like um, another website in a sense, like a, like pulling the testimonial, putting kind of that sales copy, having like the I help statement, like it, it really is going to read almost like a website. Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely right. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I'm learning so much because I never thought, again, mine has just been stale and sitting there. It hasn't been working for me. I've definitely just had it sitting there. So it's really neat to learn how um, it can be another place for people to come and not have to necessarily jump on over to your website. They can learn a lot just on the LinkedIn platform in general. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely like a Cliff Notes version of who you are, what you're about, who you help, and how, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say how you do it, but it's a little bit of examples of people that you might have helped in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I feel like some people might be thinking to themselves right now, well, are my ideal clients actually on LinkedIn? Like, are the busy moms that I want to help with meal prepping, are they on LinkedIn? Or are the, um, I don't know, people with autoimmune issues, like, are they living on LinkedIn? Like, what would you say? Is it a platform where only professionals, like, only if you're helping busy professionals, let's say, gain more energy, like, does it only work for that type of ideal client? Or are most of the ideal clients that any nutritionist might have on LinkedIn? So you really do need to get specific with who your, you know, ideal client or your prospect is. I wouldn't say LinkedIn is a great fit for a hundred percent of people across the board. Um, but for the majority of coaches, consultants, service-based entrepreneurs, and a lot of other, uh, business to business marketing, it's going to be perfect for LinkedIn. So there's a couple different ways that you can kind of get clear and see if your ideal clients are hanging out. I mean, obviously off the top of your head, if you know, you help busy professionals or, you know, women leaders or, you know, anyone that identifies as a professional. Yes, obviously that's going to work for you. But there's a couple different ways that you can get clarity around if your target market is hanging out on LinkedIn. Um, And one of my favorite ways to do that is by, you know, joining and finding groups where you think your ideal client would be hanging out. So just like Facebook has groups um, where you can find almost any interests or Um, anything that people are interested in, you can find groups for just the same on LinkedIn. So um, for example, for me, since I help female entrepreneurs, I am a part of a lot of, uh, you know, networking and entrepreneur groups. Um, So, and I know, you know, specifically because I know we're talking to your audience that has a lot of nutritionists in it. um, There's a ton of groups for, uh, you know, coaches, health coaches, um, you know, busy professional moms. So really the sky's the limit as far as who you could find on LinkedIn. Um, it's just about having clarity on who your ideal client is and then finding the groups that they're hiding out in. 
Mm, that's so smart. I would have never, I didn't even know there were groups. I would never have thought to join the groups. But I think like beyond if, let's say your potential clients are living there, I bet it would be a great place to network, to maybe even create referrals with other practitioners. Because let's say you do help, like, I'm trying to think of an example of who wouldn't be on there. Just let's imagine like a, a your ideal client isn't living on LinkedIn, that doesn't mean that you might not find your ideal client through someone else in the industry who maybe has that person to refer to you. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one other thing that I'm glad that you kind of brought up too, Stephanie, that I always, you know, love. If people don't necessarily feel that LinkedIn has their ideal client, that is another incredible thing that I absolutely love about LinkedIn. Uh, when I, I remember when I first started my LinkedIn funnel and, you know, this whole new process, literally within the first month of starting it, um, you know, I was able to dish my job, you know, triple my corporate income. And then on top of that, you know, I was a brand new coach and I was already booking podcasts and speaking gigs and uh, people were reaching out to me to collaborate. So I was just kind of really taken aback by the power of just being able to connect and get in front of these decision makers um, and other like-minded women that I was wanting to get a hold of for so long on these other platforms and was able to actually, you know, get in front of them and in an expert kind of way and collaborate and book gigs. So it's, it can, it's, it could be great for clients and it also can, can be great for just collaborating. And like you said, getting that referral network. Mm-hmm. So true. Okay. So we've talked a little bit about like how, how to optimize the profile, um, how to get into groups to really like start the conversations, get those relationships started. Any other ways you can think of using LinkedIn to grow a nutrition business or wellness business or any kind of like secrets or tricks that you want to teach us about LinkedIn? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, I'll give you two tips and tricks that are kind of my go-to for finding your clients on LinkedIn. Number one is um, creating your own group, which is a great way to continually add people to your group, um, provide value to them, and then eventually have them turn into customers. And then the other one would be LinkedIn Sales Navigator. So um, if you aren't familiar with that. That's kind of like the premium version of LinkedIn. Um, it allows you to connect to more people per day. And um, the best part about it is it allows you to have advanced search functions to even more so hone in on exactly who your ideal client is and be able to um, find them easier. So um, if you haven't tried that before and that's something you're interested in, they do offer like a 30-day free trial of the Sales Navigator. Um, it's definitely a tool that I recommend to all of my private coaching clients that just kind of makes the lead generation and sales pipeline process easier. Um, but I would say start your own group, consistently be adding people and connecting to people to your group um, and just connecting to your network every single day. I would be shooting for about 100 connections per day. And then following up with those connections and be regularly showing up in your group to provide value. And that's going to lead you to lots and lots of clients. Ooh, that always sounds good. <laughs> so with the hundred um, um, leads that you want to connect with, people you want to connect with per day, would that mean like just going and... Um, I don't know the terminology for LinkedIn, but like adding that person as a friend or connecting with them and kind of like adding a hundred people kind of to your friends list. Is that what you mean? Yeah, exactly right. So um, on LinkedIn, it's just calling 
uh, it's called connecting. So, you know, finding those people, making sure they're an ideal client and then messaging them to connect with you. Um, and then, you know, as you build that relationship and you've reached out and they have accepted your connection request, then just, you know, continuing to message them and build rapport. And, um, it's also a great way to kind of, if you have like a freebie or a webinar, you could also send them that to kind of add them value. So yeah, you want to be reaching out and connecting with about a hundred people per day. Um, and doing that consistently, consistently is the key. <laughs> um, and like I said, that's, that's kind of the go-to strategy for making sure that you are getting clients consistently. Mm-hmm. So I think that like, obviously I totally agree with the consistency thing and, um, reaching out, making those connections. So, so powerful. My only thought would be like for some people just starting out, um, because we do have a lot of people listening that maybe are newer or just getting into marketing. Mm-hmm. Now hundred might sound like a lot to them. They might be like, Oh my God, this is not for me because I do not want to spend time um, connecting with a hundred people. Would this be something that you can put on like an autopilot, like at all? Like, could you hire a VA, like a virtual assistant to do this for you? Or like, what do you recommend if like time is an issue for people? How could they still be making those connections? Mm, totally, totally. Yeah, that's kind of the biggest thing and the biggest objection that I hear people hear, which is kind of the reason and the why behind why I created my LinkedIn client accelerator, because, you know, we we teach you how to do this and to scale this process, but it, you, it only takes about 10 minutes a day to do. So definitely, if you've you know, definitely check into that if that's something that you're interested in. Another thing that you can kind of do to automate it, like you already said, Stephanie, is, you know, maybe hiring a VA, pay them, you know, for one hour a day to be automating your messages or reaching out and doing that for you. So that's also a great way to kind of automate it and, you know, get your feet wet and get the ball rolling. Mm, Okay. And then my next kind of follow up question to that was, so is our ultimate goal to get people off of LinkedIn, um, you know, onto our webinar, onto our um, lead magnet, sorry, lead magnet, or onto our email list, and we want to kind of have those conversations off of LinkedIn? Or do we kind of want to keep people on LinkedIn? Like, I just want a little bit of clarity there. Like, how much time should we be spending there on LinkedIn versus like pulling people off and bringing them to our different channels? Yeah, totally. Uh, Great question. So I definitely recommend, you know, after you've reached out, you've invited them to connect with you. Um, I definitely recommend following up within a week um, at the latest and sending them another message whether it's to join your group or a link to your uh, freebie, whether that's a webinar or something else. Um, and then that way you are adding them to your list. And like you said, we are kind of taking that conversation off LinkedIn and you're still able to either, if they're joining your group, you can continue to market to them there. Or if you're you know, sending a link to your webinar, then you, they're getting on your list and you can continue to build that relationship via email. Mm, okay, so our ultimate goal is like, create the relationship there, like have that um, conversation and maybe not like right away say, go download this thing, like create that, I don't know, connection or friendship, whatever it is, then pull them on to, you know, the email list or, or the next step and then start the conversation from there. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, definitely. So anything else that um, you wanted to share or do you feel like that is like the best place to get started is, you know, optimizing the profile joining the group, starting your own group, you know, and having a place to bring people kind of to the next step. Is that, does that feel like kind of what you teach your clients and also the, the pathway to really use LinkedIn to your advantage? 
Yeah, I was, you got the, you got the, you got all the gold for me today, Stephanie. I feel like <laughs> I gave you all my best tips, secrets, and tricks. And I definitely, you know, encourage anyone that if they're interested in learning more or, you know, automating this process and creating the first 10 to 20K month on LinkedIn, that I definitely recommend that they check out my webinar. Um, they can go to MichaelaMcCrory.com forward slash training. Um, and it's called How to Ditch Your, Do- Ditch Your Job, Sign Five Clients, and Make 10 to 20K Per Month on LinkedIn. So that's kind of my next step that I would recommend if they're interested in learning about me or wanting to know more about my work. That is awesome. Thank you so much. I'll make sure to list it in the show notes for anyone that wants to take a look. I mean, I know, like I've been saying this whole time, LinkedIn feels scary, but exciting to me because I don't really understand it. But definitely after this conversation, I feel like I have a way bigger understanding. um, And I promise you after we're done, I'm actually going to go and join a bunch of groups. So you've got me motivated to actually put my own LinkedIn into action. So thank you so much. Oh, it's so my pleasure, Stephanie. I appreciate you having me on your podcast and getting to talk to your lovely audience and hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, you as well. Thanks for listening in. If you like this episode, feel free to leave us a review, share the episode with a friend or take us on social media. Catch you next time.